All right, we are back with Matt, and he's been gracious enough to allow us to do a live consultation. So welcome back. Thanks for being here with us. Thank you. (laughs) So Matt and I have talked, and Matt is going from years of being in the band and being the arranger and the composer and the director and all of these wonderful roles to stepping out into the forefront and being the main artist, the focal point. And um, he recently released his debut album and uh, links to that are all in the show notes. So I very much encourage you to check it out. It's got this awesome eighties vibe to it. It really just comes straight from the heart. It's very authentic piece that Matt created. And I encourage all of you to go take a listen. So the links to his debut album will be in the show notes. But Matt, why don't you tell us a little bit about what is kind of tripping you up as you go into this new role and put this new hat on? Yeah, it's a whole new world, and I'm eager to learn about it and step into it. And it feels a little foreign, and I I want to be able to approach it with clarity and take the right steps. It's just knowing the territory. And so, so really specifically right now, how to book solo shows. And I, I would like to do solo cover shows too, just to get better as a performer. And I know a million cover songs and guitar, piano, whatever. And then, yeah, the dreaded social media, which is not my favorite thing to post on, but I do believe in its importance right now. And I do want to get better at it. And um, I feel like it's growthful to do that too for me now, just being more external and reaching out and asking for things and all that. Like I'm, I'm, I want to jump into that. So yeah, the booking the shows and I don't know, I feel like half of the social media stuff is just me just being like, just post something like, don't worry about it. And, um, so I think it's more the booking thing and, um, and yeah, just how to kind of pursue that and take definitive steps so I can really make a little bit of a place for myself in that as an artist in that way. Absolutely. I mean, I think one of the first things, you know, is whenever something feels like mystifying or um, just like a bigger challenge is always breaking it down uh, into micro steps uh, that can always help. And also batching the tasks so that you feel like you're making more progress as you go. So, for instance, with the booking, you know, you could have you could set aside a time of, you know, even just 30 minutes say you're in the research phase of like what venues you really want to hit up or, you know, and and given your experience, you might already know which venues you want to play and stuff like that, but really deciding, you know, do I want to set up a residency? Do I want to do a tour and kind of spiral outside of my region a little bit? Do I want to mix it up with some residency and some touring? You know, what, what type of format do you want in terms of uh, playing live and then researching and, and batching all of the, the research tasks in terms of finding the venues, figuring out who to contact, um, reaching out to other artists um, who may already be in your network who have played those venues and ask them if they could do an introduction for you to the booking agent or to the manager. And then having your kind of pitch batching session where you work on your pitch and your template for your email which with what you're going to say. And the biggest thing there when you're booking yourself is to really you know, just as I'm sure you understand as somebody who's, you know, worked at the Apollo and all of that, it's like, what can the performer bring to the table? So what can you bring to them? Um, Maybe you've got a following already that you can bring in, or maybe you don't really have a fan base yet of your own. So you don't have that, but you've got these great cover songs that you've got ready that would fit their audience. Maybe you can 
you know, say, listen, look at who I've worked with and look at my experience, you know, you're going to get a top notch performer, you know, what, whatever it is, whatever that value is for that particular venue, that's what you want to showcase to them and show that you're bringing something to the table for their audience rather than, Hey, do you have an open spot? I'd really like a gig. (laughs) Um, Again, it's that scarcity mindset and coming from a place of service and letting them know that this is what you have to offer. So um, I would definitely start there uh, in terms of just the mindset work of it and just the perspective you have around booking the shows. Um, And then in actually carrying them out, I would microtask and batch the work together so that you're sitting in one spot in one kind of go at it where you're sitting and after you've done all the research and you've got the contacts, okay, now I'm going to sit here and personalize these, this template and send it out to however many venues um, and contacts you've uh, decided to send them out to. And then putting on your calendar a time to follow up a week later with anybody that might have not gotten back to you. So, you know, then again, sitting down for that allotted amount of time and, dealing with emails and the follow-ups rather than, oh, I have an email. I should go respond right now. Or let me go. I got that contact. Let me email them right now. Just being more uh, purposeful with your time and energy, because if you do all the tests, similar tests together, you'll be more in the zone and your emails will be better and the energy around those emails will will be better. So that that's the first thing I would say. Obviously, and I'm sure you know this by working with Ariel, you know, booking shows and and going out and pitching yourself, they often look at your social media. So then it's like, okay, now I got to work on getting my social media up. The big thing there that I think people get hung up on is trying to do all the channels at once. Um, And also trying to be on channels that they hate. Like I will never make Snapchat work. Like I, I know that about myself. I'm, yeah. It just, it doesn't suit my personality. Um, I'm not good at it. I don't know how to do it. But yet with Instagram, I've really grown a following in a short amount of time just because I just like that medium. And I really enjoyed learning the tips on how, you know, what the best practices are. I could really give two craps about Twitter. <laughs> um, I'm on it, but I'm looking to phase that channel out and cancel it because I've tried to learn the best practices and I'm not interested enough to carry them out. (laughs) Um, So just picking one to start with and something that, as you said, with your authenticity and integrity, you know, what speaks the most to you and fans are going to be on every channel. So if you're on a specific channel and you let them know you're on that channel, they'll find you and they'll interact with you there, you know, I'm of the mindset there. Everybody has a different school of thought here, but I'm of, of the mindset that, you know, if you build it, they will come in terms of, you yeah. know, if, if this is where you're most energetic and most focused, that's where they're going to interact with you. It doesn't pay to be on all of the channels and then spam everybody with the same post on all four channels. Why would they follow you on all four channels then? <laughs> you know, um, so I'm of the, of the school of thought to to really work on one channel first, especially if it's not something you're passionate about and really just kind of schedule the post ahead of time. Ariel is always really great at helping artists come up with their five themes. You know, she's always spouting how you should have five themes around your brand. And I couldn't agree with that more. You know, you've got your music, but you've also got yoga and meditation and you've got your podcast and you've got, you know, family life or you've got uh, teaching and you've got directing and, you know, all these other 
aspects that all kind of define who you are. Um, and so mixing it up and saying, okay, I'm going to have 10 posts this week to start out. And, you know, two of them are going to be about my new album and two of them, you know, are going to be about my teaching and what that's like. And two of them will be behind the scenes at the Apollo, you know, just breaking it up and keeping it fresh and just saying to yourself, you know, again, demystifying it, breaking it down and saying, okay, I know I need social media, but it doesn't have to feel overwhelming. I just need 10 posts this week. What, what can I do? What can I create for 10 posts and then schedule them so you don't have to think about it anymore. <laughs> those yeah. would be kind of my starting points for those two things. Yeah, that's great. I said I wasn't going to take notes, but I did because those are like immediately actionable and I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't want to lose time on it. Yeah, that's great. And with the venues, like it's crazy because I've played so many crazy venues like, uh, you know, Apollo every week and, you know, Carnegie Hall several times and Jones Beach and all these but I know with my stuff, I'm like, I'll play anywhere right now. Like, I just want to get out and play. And I know I'm able to play those venues because of the followings of the artists I work with. And now, you know, now the question is always when, when I book a gig, you know, what's your platform? And I'm like, ooh, my platform has been all these other things. Right. Um, so now it, it's kind of cool to be like, oh, I have to build up my own platform. And I like that challenge. Um <laughs> And just the fact of not dismissing the fact of all the experience and the network that you've built so far. So, you know, you've been able, you might not have your own audience who knows you as like the forefront, the head musician, but you've created a network of colleagues and other musicians who will certainly vouch for the fact that you're extremely talented and create wonderful art. So, you know, tapping into them and, you know, saying, hey, would you mind sharing this? Would you mind following me on Spotify? Could you, you know, tell your fans that, you know, I've got this out, you know, but, and sharing them on your, you know, one of the things is that you've worked with some really amazing artists, simply just sharing that on your own social networks and tagging them help bring about their audience to your page. Even if they're not the ones to share your stuff directly, tagging them and, and letting their newsfeed followers know that, you know, you've worked with them and, and getting them onto your page. That's, that's also something that's great. you you don't have to start from ground zero. You know, you're, you're a lot further ahead in the game than you might acknowledge right now. <laughs> right. Right. That's a great point. Appreciate that. Yeah. Wow. That, yeah. That's, that's great stuff. With everything that you've got on your plate, do you feel overwhelmed in finding the time to do all of this? Or do you feel like you, you've set aside that time already? Yeah, I feel like I've set aside the time now. Like the crazy thing is, you know, the show that I've been working on for two years, but but really every day for the last eight months, Smoky Joe's Cafe um, is closing Sunday. So that's going to free up a lot of time. Mm. But then the next, you know, I, I will likely work on another show. And, you know, sometimes whatever project I work on will take over my life for a few weeks at least before it gets into a flow. But no, I've set aside the time now more than ever. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, I'm ready to do it. And I'm, um, yeah, it's, it, it's great to be able to do it. And it's just like, yeah. So knowing what to do is a bigger obstacle. Although right. don't get me wrong, like, like next week I'm doing the pre-records for the Macy's parade and I will have no life during that time. Right. <laughs> like, that's going to be my life, but that's only a couple of days. Right. Um, right. And so things like that come up, which I'm super grateful for. So I would, you know, I don't, they're not, not any kind of problem, but you know, they will take over my life for a few days and then I'll get back to it. And that's just, right. 
you know, that's just what it demands. And I want and, to do that. So and I think owning that and making it work for you, you know, you might reach out to a venue and they'll immediately go to your socials and they might see like, oh, you know, he hasn't really built enough of a following. But if you lead with the fact that, you know, I am new with my debut album, but by the way, I yeah. just, you know, did the recordings for the Macy's Day Parade. And I've, you know, you, you've done so many things that for for a venue, for many venues to be able to have somebody of your caliber play their venue, you know, you you can work your different strengths and own the fact that you're not as new as you might seem on, on paper. So, you know, looking at those vanity metrics, you know, doesn't tell the whole story and just making sure that you tell people that and aren't afraid to step into that and own it and say, by the way, this is what I've done. (laughs) And, and here's who I am as an artist. And it's not reflected in my social media, but it's reflected when I hit that stage, (laughs) you know, you're going to get somebody that can entertain a crowd. Um, And I, I think that that should be highlighted as much as possible. No, I, 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 that's great. And I'm, I'm so grateful to the Apollo theater for like being in that house band for eight years now and doing showtime at the Apollo, because that name has opened so many doors for me and sure. the fact that I work there. So, so you're right. That's a great blessing. And like that, that has helped me so much already. So that's awesome. Continue to use it. Well, I have no doubt that you're going to own this as well and and step into it the way you've stepped into everything else, which is feet first. And, you know, as they say, build your wings on the way down. Yeah, yeah, right. I like that. I I, I actually haven't heard that. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, and that really is the entrepreneur mindset is really just, you know, what are you passionate about? And you'll figure it out, you know, trusting that you'll figure it out before you crash and burn. And, um, and that's what you've clearly done throughout your whole career. So, you know, I just, I want to wish you all the best of luck with dream the world new. It just sounds like an amazing project and everybody listening, please go check it out. The links are in the show notes and, and thank you for allowing us to dig a little deeper into this journey with you. Oh, thank you. That's awesome to do. And I should say some of the biggest learning was actually from crashing and burning. So yeah. that <laughs> has, has value for sure. Exactly. But, um, yeah. Thank you. I'm so glad I know of your work now and I'll definitely be following you. Oh, same um, here. So, so that was awesome and so helpful to do that. I hope it's valuable to other people too. Oh, um, I agree. Thank you for allowing us to do this bonus episode. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs>